Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Art of Human podcast. This is your host, Christian Rodriguez. Uh, I believe this is going to be episode 88, I believe. Uh, today, today, today is a special day, a special podcast, like every single podcast. And in particular, it's very special when I get the honor of speaking to another fellow human being. Uh, today, we have Luis Mireles. Did I butcher it? Sorry. No, that's, that's pretty good. Luis yeah, Mireles. You go. <laughs> All right. Luis Mireles. And his musician name, because he is a musician, is Lee Wires. L-E-E space W-I-R-E-S. Right? Or am I yes. wrong? Okay. You could look up Lee Wires on Spotify. Can you look him up on Apple Music? I believe so, yes. Believe I don't so? personally use Apple Music, but yes. Okay. And on YouTube, right? Yes, definitely on YouTube. And on YouTube under Lee Wires, L-E-E-W-I-R-E-S. And we're going to put the links to his newest song. Um, shit, now I'm blanking. Wait for you. That's on Spotify. We're going to put the link in the description. The Spotify link we'll put, if it's on Apple Music, we're going to put the link for that. If it, I know it's on YouTube. We're going to put it on that. And for people who don't know, I'm hyping up this guy right now. He has an amazing YouTube video for the latest song, Wait For You. It's really, really awesome. It was made by one of our mutual friends, Edgar. And Edgar actually filmed it, what directed it, and he edited it. Yeah, right? he's a man of many talents. Right? Yes. Amazing. <laughs> and for everybody listening, Edgar is actually he 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 was on this podcast he was on this podcast and he actually is pretty much the reason why we're here why me and Luis are here because Edgar and I don't know if you know it's Luis but Edgar texted me and he was like yo you should do a podcast with my friend you know and and and, and I was like all right let's do it and then that that's how this whole thing has come to fruition because of Edgar right mm-hmm. um Luis, uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, I've had the pleasure of talking to you for a little while now in preparation for this podcast. Um, welcome to the Art of Human podcast. Um, thank, thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, no, the pleasure is mine, seriously. The pleasure is mine. Luis, so let's, let's build some context for the audience. I know when I usually ask people, like, who are you? Tell the audience who you are. Like, that's such a broad question. So I'm going to try to make it a little bit more specific to make it like be a little bit more specific with the question to make it more easy for you. Mm-hmm. Let me ask some questions that maybe just builds context. Luis, uh, where did you grow up? I grew up in San Diego, uh, specifically uh, Chula Vista area. Chula um, Vista? Yeah. So I was actually um, born here, but actually at the time, uh, for the first three years of my life, I was actually living in TJ. Oh, um, shit. No so way. Actually, yeah, so actually, uh, first language was actually Spanish. Um, but then uh, after I turned three, we moved to um, Eastlake. Um, it's, you know, it was still kind of brand new at the time. We're still being developed. Um, but that was such like, a, I don't know, um, you know, I had to assimilate to basically the culture. And I basically had to learn a new language. I had to learn English. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. And so I grew up uh, kind of 
kind of, not kind of, actually had a speech impediment growing up and I had to take uh, classes in order to uh, not confuse my Spanish with my English. But in the end, I ended up kind of having to forget my Spanish in order to learn English. Mm. Uh, uh-huh. So that was when you were three that you came to, to live in San Diego? Yes, correct. And then yes. you've been living in Chula Vista the whole time? Uh, up until um, two years ago when I moved uh, to here to Normal Heights. Normal Heights? That's what it's called? Normal Heights, yep. That's the neighborhood, city. Why area. is it called that? Like, is it what's normal about it? What, what is that about? I don't know. Honestly, there's nothing really normal about Normal Heights. I mean, there's always something happening, like, around the block or, you know, um, or, I mean, there's a lot of you know, restaurants, there's a lot of bars, you know, places where you can just have a good time, kick it. Uh, you can walk to North Park, you can walk to Kensington. It's a pretty cool area. Um, Particularly but, uh, what, what part <laughs> of San Diego? Because I think Chula, Chula Vista is right by the border, right? Right. Uh, yeah. By San Isidro? Yeah, like, uh, yeah, pretty close there. Um, I would say Normal Heights is very central. It's like central San Diego. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, okay, so how old are you? I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's an important, relevant question, but for me, I, I know that's maybe like a question that people shy away from because some people are uh-huh. like, I don't know. We all, I guess, in society, there's like this thing about age and oh, do I look my age? Do I look older? Do I look younger? Mm-hmm. And then everybody gets all weird about it. But it's just like I don't know. I, the reason I like the age is just because like how long have you been on earth? You know, like right, literally right. how much time have you had to, 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 to be the, the person that you are right here in front of me? That's why I like to ask. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So I'm, I am 26, 26, dude, I'm 25. Yes. I'm turning 26 in August, by the way. Oh, nice. Did you Congrats. turn 26 this year or last year? Uh, last year. So I'll be 27 this year. Okay. Right on. So we're pretty much almost the same age. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It actually is just curious. Is Edgar what? How old is he? Um, is he the same year as you, like high school and all that, or like? Or I don't he's, even know young, you guys... he's, young, he's younger than me. Um, okay, man. Okay. He, he's either twenty four or twenty five. I'm sorry, Edgar. <laughs> You're like I'm not really sure, bro. Wait, did you, real quick. I, I feel. Go ahead. You were saying earlier how um you know well we're like basically the same age group. You know, uh-huh. I I I'd, uh. I feel like we are the same age because, you know, yeah. we're, we're hanging out with each other all the time. So it's kind of, you know, goes over my head like, man, I forget that you're, it doesn't, I forget that he's younger than me. And, then, you know, I never really like. Yeah, because you guys are just vibing. Like, and you guys are <laughs> yeah, similar exactly. enough age to where it's not even like, yeah. Um, I, I, and for the audience, again, Edgar is the, 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 the guy who helped direct one of uh, Lee Wire's music. And for the audience, the, the main priority here is just to have fun during this podcast. And I'm interested for whatever reason. I'm like, how how long have you and uh, Edgar known each other? I'm just inter- interested. Yeah, we know each other um, since, uh, I believe, like towards the end of 2015. Um, I want to say 2015 is when we got to know How'd each other. How'd you guys meet? How'd you guys meet? We actually met uh, Play Music. Um, so at the time... Um, my band was looking for a drummer um and coincidentally um we found edgar who lived nearby mm-hmm. like perfect let's 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 try him out and then from that it was history and, and what was the name of the band fake tides fake tides 
Yes. Okay. And in that group, what what was your position in the group? Uh, I sang and played guitar. Okay. See, I think this is dope. Like what we're doing right now, talk, even like talking about Edgar and stuff, because. You know, you guys, you know, Edgar asked me if I could send him the video. So that means this is going to go on your guys' like YouTube channel, which is freaking mm -hmm. awesome. I'm actually happy that's going to happen. Um, okay, so you used to be on Fake Ties. You were a singer. And then what was the other one you said, sorry? Guitarist. Guitarist. So tell us now, because we are going to be talking about this music that you're going to be releasing. Uh, first one that is already out. I'm just reminding the audience. Um, since we are going to be talking about this new music, uh and the newest song that is already available i'm just reminding the listeners wait for you lee wires l-e-e -E space w-i-r-e-s you can look it up right now literally if you don't want to mm -hmm. you want to pause this video and look it up right now lee wires on spotify uh since yeah. we are going to be talking about you as a musician i want to get to know that part of you uh like how how did music become a part of your life that's my question um so actually it came out of the blue, really. I never uh, intended to be a musician, really. Um, just one day, um, this must have been the summer before I started high school, actually. Um, so I was really close with a cousin at the time and he was actually going to college for music. And just, you know, we're just, he would hang out a lot with me during the summer break. And, you know, he would just, one day he just sat down with me like, like, I'm going to teach you how to play guitar. I'm like, okay, I'm down. Like, let's see where this goes. Mm -hmm. and, and you said this was high know, school? Yeah, this was before, um, like right before. Right before was, you started uh, high school? I was about to start high school, yeah. Okay, okay. Started, started kind of getting familiar with uh, the guitar and the instrument. And uh, yeah, like little by little, just he was showing me things. And from there, um, yeah. And then that next, the following year, I think I took... Um, uh, beginner guitar course in high school and like, so I was doing uh, it was that. actually a class like available at the high school yeah yeah it was a beginner guitar class um that actually held a lot too like I already had a um footsteps into the playing the guitar and stuff so I was I was a little ahead of my peers but you know I had the advantage of someone who was going to college for it you know yeah um yeah and yeah it just sort of happened and yeah and like all throughout high school i was trying to form a band never got anywhere really except playing um like school assemblies and the some events they were called uh luau's i think that's oh, what they're okay. called okay. uh yeah yeah just like school events you know um never got anywhere until um until during college when um i had met um edgar and and uh no our way. other buddy at the time sal yep dude that's so epic so, okay, let me get this straight. And also maybe the, just to make it clear for the audience. Mm -hmm. And mo mostly for me, because I like to just double check that I'm actually hearing shit. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm practicing my listening, bro. I'm serious. I'm trying to get better, but I'm like, I sometimes it, like my brain just stops, right? No, I, I totally get it. I'm, I'm trying totally my best. So, okay. So right before high school, so I'm guessing like the summer from middle school to high school, your cousin is like, yo, like, let's, do you want to learn how to play the guitar with me? Or it was a guitar, uh, right? Yeah. A guitar? Yeah, guitar. It was a guitar. Um, yeah, it just sort of happened. Um, honestly, at the time, I wasn't, I was kind of unsure if I wanted to, but I was like, you know what? It's, it's, it's summer break. Might as well, like, let's pick up something new, you know? 
Um, why, why do you why do you think so I, that your cousin like told you in particular like did he see like talent from you like from some prior thing or well um i don't know we, we were just really close and um i think because he was very into um well he still is he's still into music but because of that time um since he was in school like learning like i think he just wanted to share this valuable knowledge with me and you know, and anytime he talks, you know, because I, I really admire him. I really do. And so, you know, I can hear him talk about anything. So he was talking about music with me. You know, I listen and I get, you know, to know about his world and, um, you know, all the music that he was listening to. I was listening to like he was basically um, the brother I never had, you know. Uh... Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Like, yeah, like I'm going to I'll play guitar for you because like it seems like that's what you know he he wanted like to have that connection with me musically too like he did um he didn't want to do it alone is what i got from it and so i was uh, all i was on board with it so that means your your cousin plays a vital role in, in all this coming to fruition you being a part of these bands yes. you going to school for it and then even up until this point like this this ep coming out and all that yes actually but i never i never uh went to school for uh it's just that class in high school that, oh uh, but you said you said. did go to college though right yes but uh for a completely different major that i don't even use <laughs> wait did you end up graduating <laughs> yeah i have a i have a bachelor in marketing and you never use it <laughs> nope yeah, okay 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 so you don't you don't use it you don't use it for maybe like to make money but i'm saying like in terms of the knowledge that you actually got do you ever do you ever yeah. see yourself applying it in your life Oh yeah, definitely. I definitely applied it a lot when um, I was running like the social media accounts for my previous bands. Okay, okay, um, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it didn't go to waste, and um, but it, yeah, that, you're that's technically you're technically you're technically just not like showing the paper like, yo, I got my bachelor's, can I get a job? That's basically what you're saying, right? Like you're not yeah, using the it, paper it, exactly, but you're still using all the knowledge that you got from the whole experience. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Um, I got you. Uh, I don't know why the audio is a little weird, but the only, the reason I got excited about that, not to take us too far off topic, but it's because like I got my degree in nutrition and I used it like for one job, but the job didn't even really require it. And then now I'm just kind of like, I'm using all the knowledge that I learned from school or at least the stuff mm-hmm. that I remember, but I'm not, uh, I'm not actually technically like using it per se, like the way you're saying. Right. But anyways, without getting too far off topic. Okay. So you started your music career because one of your cousins right before high school was like, yo, you want to learn. And then this guy's like a motivational person for you. And then you end up starting to learn. You end up trying to start some bands in high school. Mm-hmm. And then, but it wasn't until 2015 when you met Edgar. Or no, 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 no. You joined the other band before you met Edgar. Uh, right? This The same band. So actually I met Sal first. He was the bassist in the band. Um, so I met him first. And then we had, an, uh, we had a drummer before Edgar, but then it didn't work out. So that's when we were like, let's let's give Edgar a shot. And then um, yeah, and then from there it was the three of us. Um, so wait, what what year what year was it when you when you were a part of that band that you you that uh, Edgar eventually ended up coming to? What year was I, when you started that band? Oh man, it was either the end of twenty fourteen. Uh, or the beginning of 2015 it was around that time around that time 
And what was the name of that band again? Fake Tides. Fake Tides. Okay. And then were you the one that actually created the band? Great band. Oh, and then Sal's your cousin. Sal's, uh, Sal's my buddy. Oh, okay. We haven't really brought up Sal, right? No, no, no. Uh, well, you you also may know him from um, a band called The Sacred Souls. Huh. Okay, maybe. Yeah. I'm not too familiar, though. The Sacred Souls. Okay. So, uh, what, what, I mean, you already brought up Sal. What is Sal? What kind of role does he play in, in your career so far? I mean, oh, he was obviously a part of that that group that you're talking about. But can you yeah. tell us a little bit more about him just to paint a clearer picture? Yes. Um, oh, man, Sal, Sal, he's one of my close friends. Um, I look up to him. Like, he's he's inspiring um, himself. He's he's out there right now uh, living the dream, man. He's uh, touring with his band right now. I believe he's playing the Beacon Theater tonight. Like Shit. he's playing, yeah, he's playing like you know these historic venues with legendary artists being involved with um you know like big names like uh Gabe Roth who or he's known for uh, having produced some um, uh Amy Winehouse okay like so, like stuff like that you know like he he's living the dream um and it's so cool to like see him like from the from humble beginnings to to now like i i saw that happen and it just i'm just glad that like one of like a, a friend of mine uh someone i can call like a very close friend is now doing that you know so and, what what's the like what's like what's the level of publicity that the, that he has and with whatever groups that he's performing with if that makes any sense like in terms of like following like how big are they like you're saying oh, they're pretty big, yeah. Oh yeah, they're um they're really big. I mean they started not too long ago. They 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 formed I, I believe they developed more during the over the pandemic. Uh-huh. Um but uh since now, you know, all the all the those bands are being lifted from venues and stuff. Um now they're like just you know, running running on all those shows and um they're touring, they're you know, playing all these shows now and know making a name for themselves like they're already pretty popular um but now they're just like grown even more um but they're like the they're the new up-and-coming soul band i would say they're yeah they're soul like like i would say like soul revival um yeah it's it's great stuff you gotta check it out all right so we talked about sal um and then in 2015 you met edgar you guys were part of this group and then tell us more about how we come more to present day now it's 2022 and you're dropping, you're getting ready to drop sometime soon this EP on Egg Records, which is a record label made by Edgar. Am I correct? Yes. So how did this how did this come to fruition? Like this EP, when did you start the process? What's been going on? Uh, with the EP, um, honestly, most of the songs, like besides Wait For You, because um, we re-recorded it for the EP, um, the other three songs, um they were actually written or they were finally finished not too long ago uh-huh. so i i have wires i have all these ideas um but you know they just weren't uh something was missing for all the songs that they weren't clicking and then like out of the blue one day like uh they all just came to me and 
and I was like, oh, like now I got the material I need for this EP. And, and I feel like um, all these songs are sort of connected in a way because they have a certain theme to them. And it, I felt like it was really like uh, meant to be like this EP just kind of developed on its own in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right. So my question, now that we've built a little bit of context regarding the EP and things like that, uh, we are going to play the audience. Uh, your first single, the one called Wait For You, that's already available on YouTube and it's on Spotify. Mm-hmm. We're going to play it for your audience right now. So everybody who's tuning in, go ahead and listen to a little bit of Wait For You. I don't want to be a burden Can I call you up? Always busy working The story of us Wanna be a bother? You say you miss me too. Can't help but wonder why I feel like I'm losing you. All right, everybody, I hope you enjoyed that first song by Lee Wires, Wait For You. I think it's a really wonderful song. Uh, for me, uh, Lee Wires, uh, Luis, if you're not aware, but I have listened to like indie music in my day, including some of the people, I, I don't know the names for sure, but like, for instance, Still Woozy. I don't know if you're familiar with them. Are you familiar with them? Still Woozy? Uh, I, I feel like I've heard the name, yes. No Vacation? Have you heard of No Vacation? Yes, I have. I've heard of No Vacation. Okay. Um, yeah, there's certain artists like that. that Mac DeMarco. Okay. Mac DeMarco. Yeah. Oh, okay, course. okay. Well, yeah, I feel like, and don't get me wrong, when you guys hear this, like, I'm not a freaking music head. Like, I'm not a dude who, like, knows all the details about music. But your music kind of has, like, an indie vibe to me. Is that right? I would say so, yeah. And what what would you actually, like, what's the, what would, you, if you had to say your, the genre to your music, what would it be? I guess in in a more general sense, yeah, indie. Um, indie. Yeah, I tr- I don't know. I try not to think about it too much. I kind of want okay. almost like the the listener to decide, especially to decide. with this. Yeah, yeah. Um, since like I got compilation of songs, you know, like okay, like now I can give people like okay, they can listen to it, and um, you know, because I, I feel like there's not really a wrong answer because there's a lot of the undertones too in the EP, mm-hmm. like. It, you could say, you know, it's inspired by like library music, um, mm. yeah, uh, some some world music, uh, specifically like Ethiopian, mm. like basically, uh, I I don't know, like, um, but it, it, like small subtle like things, you know, like so like like little little dips here and there mm-hmm. on the EP. I feel like um, uh, maybe. Uh, you know, there's so many subgenres. Uh, you, you know, you can classify it as anything, really. Okay. No, that that I, that's so true. Cause like I don't make music, but like what you just said about right now, like you know, just kind of let the listener decide like what it is. And I think that's so true. Cause it's like at the end of the day, like you can call it whatever. But if the audience thinks it, it sounds like this, like well, that I guess that's you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like if literally like you can say this is the genre of my music, but if everybody perceives it as something else, like 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and and that just um, it's nice to hear uh, what people have to say or like oh like I think it sounds like this and then you know you can be like oh you know I never thought of it like mm-hmm. that or you know yeah you know I, I just uh, I love hearing a, a, a just like what people criticism feel? or okay. Yeah, what people feel or what they think, you know, like I'm open to what what they they feel about it. What I felt was like, because I seen the music video too. (sighs) Let's see, you know, the music video starts off, you're in your bed. I don't know. I think that's your bed. I don't know whose bed that is, but you're you're, you're laying in this bed and then you got a dog right by your, like by your knees kind of thing between your legs. Mm -hmm. And then I love it because you can hear like the birds chirping and it, I feel like it really, like, ever, like people can relate to that. You know, the way it starts, like, just in bed, like, you can hear the birds chirping, like, the lights coming through the windows, like, you're just waking up. And then, yeah, like, you just get up and, like, you take this dog, like, between your legs and you put him down. And so I definitely really liked the way it started off because it gave this, like, relatable feeling. And I don't know, like, I, I honestly, I was, like, so intrigued by, like, the bird noises, like, because I just uh-huh. love that kind of stuff. And then it goes to like you in this like open greenish field, right? It's like a greenish field. And then mm-hmm. you sit on this chair and then the, the bird sounds kind of continue onto that frame and it's just like, boom. And then the song starts. And uh, I, like I told you over the text, like I like the scenery. So, I mean, I like the videography about it and the sound again, I don't have like great vocabulary to describe music. I feel like, but um I don't know. It's just a good vibe song, honestly. It's it's a good vibe song, um, mm-hmm. and but there's also the sentiment of it, you know, because you are talking about this person, right? And let me read. Mm-hmm. Let me read the first like little bit of lyrics. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a burden. Should I call you up? Always busy working. The story of us. I don't want to be a bother. You say you miss me too can't help but wonder why I feel like I'm losing you so it's like there's like it's almost like a sad thing going on oh definitely yeah (laughs) it's sad (laughs) it's it's sad but then it's almost as if in the song you're like embracing this sadness and you're kind of transforming that energy to something to like get you past it almost is that kind of what is that kind of something to do with it definitely definitely that's that's basically it it's just overcoming that that those hurdles you know those those times where you just you're just kind of feeling down for whatever reason and you know uh, part of that maybe be uh, attributed to you know not having the person that you spend most of your time with you know yeah. uh so yeah where did i feel like did- I know you have, huh? I know you told me, and I don't know, I don't know how comfortable you are about talking about, but I think you told me that you have, a, you have a girlfriend. So is this like yes. regarding like this relationship with the girlfriend that you have right now? Yes. Okay. Okay. Definitely. So let me see. There's another part of the lyrics that I want to get into just because just to like kind of get more context on it. Let's see. Um, this is the chorus part. Let me see. I like wrote it down and now I'm just looking at it through the phone. You're like, listen, you're like hearing your, the music in the Yeah, head. yeah. <laughs> I hear the chorus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Maybe all I need is a little bit of you. So I'm not trying to, I know it doesn't sound the way you're saying it, but. Because um, <laughs> I love like the rhythm, because there's like a certain like consistent rhythm to it, you know? Have I forgotten how to have fun? Like, is that, you know, to make this like relatable to everybody, like, how have have I forgotten to have fun? Like, is that almost like you're thinking so much about a situation? Like, obviously, in this case, it's about like this 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 girl. I think is it? It's a girl, right? Uh, yeah. Or is it just yeah. more like generalized, just like a relationship, it's, like a, someone that you miss? I guess, right? Right, right. Yeah. To me personally, it's about the person I love, and um, but if it's someone else, it could be the listener about their their yeah. It could be about their loved one too it doesn't have to be necessarily uh, their partner okay yeah oh, it, okay, okay yeah okay. you know um, it could be like anybody that you're kind of like that you're missing or you're kind of like maybe you got like infatuated over would that be it kind of yeah yeah definitely like up to the listener like i try to when i write these songs they're kind of they're they're personal to me but i feel like if someone were to listen to it it could also be uh about them too I'm gonna prod Yeah, you know. Or, oh, I hope they find it relatable as well, like how I'm feeling. Yeah, they, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. So this part is the part that I want to hear a little bit more context for you. You said, "Maybe all I need is a little bit of you. I'll wait for you." What do you mean by "I need a little bit of you"? Like, like, yeah. What do you mean by that? Like, how how do you, how can you have a little bit? If that makes any sense. Yeah. Like, yeah um so you know um i'm not like the clingiest person but um i i don't need that person to like oh we gotta you gotta be with me like 24 7 now like you know maybe just like just take a little bit of time out of your day just like let's talk or let's hang out you know like i just want the or just just to be there in your life like or or in this case in my life you know just um even if it's just like a small interaction, like I think that's enough just to get over the those hurdles. Ah, you know? Okay. Okay. Damn, I feel like the lyrics. Let me see. Is the okay? Hold up. Let's see. Feeling like I'm dying, but I know it's just the drugs that's got me overthinking. Have I forgotten how to have fun? So I'm feeling like I'm dying, but I know it's just the drugs that's got me overthinking. Is that something that that you've experienced, like that you've experienced oh, yeah. personally? Uh, yes, definitely, okay. definitely, yes. Um, so you felt but, like you were, to... you felt like you were dying, but you felt like it was literally because of the drugs that you were taking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Or just you know, I mean, even too like. Uh, again with the whole like being a uh, broad or being relatable to everyone else i mean like just you know those, those vaccines we're taking man like uh, the, 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 i got you feeling like a little crazy i don't know it got me feeling yeah. a little crazy <laughs> yeah no that's oh dude it's because like i'm all saying i'm all reading like but i know it's just the drugs i'm all thinking you know like hard drugs and shit like i don't know yeah yeah 
But it's like you're just it, saying it could be that too. It could be that too. You dude, know, that's it, the it, that's the crazy part, yeah. dude. Cause like yeah. you wrote it, but like every every single person will interpret it a little bit different. Yeah, and and that's definitely I want people to interpret it like their own way. And um, you know, it's all about the listening experience. I feel like uh you listen to ZP, you wanna you know, uh, listen to the lyrics. Okay, like you know, what's this guy talking about? And yeah, and and I and I hope maybe while they're deciphering the lyrics, they it can relate to them too. Nah, for sure, man. Like, and like just the vibe itself. Like, I feel like I could relate to that vibe. You know, it's like a yeah. Again, it's just like almost like it's like a sad. Like I'm processing these things that I've been feeling. Like, I feel like there's a part of me that's kind of empty. You know, I'm, like, missing this this person. But I'm going to get through it. You know, I feel like mm-hmm. that's kind of part of it. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna get over the hill by, like, just almost, like, chant. You know, obviously, you're making music through it. But it's almost like I'm going to chant myself kind of through it, if that makes any sense. That's yeah. kind of, like, what I feel. And then, plus, like, you know, part of the video, you're literally, like, in nature. You know, which mm-hmm. is, like, a therapeutic thing, like the birds chirping at the start of the video then you're like mm-hmm. you know in this open field then you got the beautiful i think it was a sunset behind you you know mm-hmm. the blue skies and then at the very end you just slowly walk out of the camera you slowly walk out of the 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 frame whatever you call it yes. you know so it kind of it kind of like finishes in a way where it makes you feel like i don't know like it's almost like he just walked away like it's like he's still like kind of sad about the whole thing. Maybe like, I don't know, like, you know, it's like, I don't know, like you walk away, like, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was dope. Like it starts off, like the song's not playing and then it ends off like you walking away. Mm -hmm. It's pretty sick. It's pretty sick. Um, Let me see. I kind of, I don't know. I'm thinking we might just like, just uh, like, just focus on this song and then maybe I can just shout out the other songs. Like, but I'll just like record myself. Hey guys, like this is the other song. Or like I don't know, we'll okay. see. Just because yeah. otherwise we'll probably go on forever with all the other ones. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Whatever you want to do, man. Thank you, bro. Um, all right, man. I don't. I'm just again. I'm. I'm just trying. <laughs> I'm just getting no, myself I, back I, into this. So, so I, I, if I haven't been. I know I don't gotta no, feel I, bad about my performance, but it's it's hard. Like during, especially during this pandemic, I feel like, I mean, me personally, like, uh, my social, like, talk, like talking to people is like feels so much different than it was back then. You know how is how has the pandemic affect? Like, how, what do you mean by that? Like, elaborate a little bit more. Like, is it because of like, like social distancing? Like, you just yeah, kind of naturally spend a little bit more time on your own. I with the whole pandemic social so distancing at the beginning like and then I feel like because of this pandemic like I feel like I haven't seen people that you know I would see before like especially like going to shows and stuff and now it's like you know uh, I don't see those people often now and it's like man and then you know or, or, or two like just not talking to as many people as you did before and I'm like man like I forgot how to interact with humans <laughs> right in a yeah. Way. yeah yeah like and i definitely okay yeah dude I, th- I mean it's good to hear like not that i mean 
But it's good to hear in the sense that I'm not like the only one that kind of feels like this. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I kind feel of like feel a lot like, like, I, like, yeah, like, I, yeah, because this is interesting because, like, by talking about this, I'm like, oh, shit, like, that kind of explains part. Because, you know, like, in the 2020, there's like eight months where I didn't work. And I was like, I spent like a ridiculous amount of time by myself. But then, like, now that I'm thinking about it, like, shit, like, it has been the pandemic. So I kind of, like, didn't involve myself with too many people because of the pandemic, you know, for safety reasons and stuff. I almost forgot about that. But yeah, it's almost it's almost like this uh this pandemic has been like a humbling process in the sense that you know everyone's been affected in one way or another. In the sense of like externally, right? Like our jobs, our ability to maybe hang out with certain people, our ability to to maybe do certain things that we used to do but then we couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I'm I'm uh I guess I'm not alone. We're not alone in this. I think like you said, a lot nah. of us have, have gone through a challenging time, but I think it's also possibly, at least for me, it's been definitely a, a great time for introspection and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you just said that it's been, cha- it was, you know, it's challenging to, to, because of pandemic and stuff. Uh, and, and I know we're kind of going off tangent from your like music, but I guess, you know, the podcast is about just generally talking about life and stuff. So maybe right. we'll kind of we'll kind of merge into more of that for everybody listening. Okay. We'll just kind of get more into the kind of more casual conversation. Um, so we're talking about. Uh, yeah, so we're, you were saying that it, the, the pandemic's been challenging, you know, I think it's been challenging for every one of us not being able to spend as much time. And you said, like, it's been a bit challenging, like not talking to many people. And then now we're kind of getting back to like being able to hang out with people without pretty much almost any limitations I feel like right now yeah, um, yeah do you feel like for you personally was there any benefit from like the pandemic if that makes any sense do you feel like you came out stronger in any sort of way yeah I think so actually I moved to the apartment I'm living in now um during the beginning of the pandemic and so it was like a perfect time to like especially in the beginning to take that time to um learn more about myself uh learn more about the dynamics I have with my partner and, um, you know, building, building our little home here in uh, normal Heights. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely been a time of self-reflection and, um, y- you know, uh, just wrapping my head around this, uh, new atmosphere I've been surrounded with. And it's definitely been, been for the better. It's done, uh, wonders to my mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, too, it's, yeah it's 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 good although you know it did suck in the beginning with you know not being able to go out like you know before I was always going out and like having to stay in that kind of sucked but at least I had my new place you know so I was like it wasn't too bad I you know Mm -hmm. I feel like I was one of the lucky ones um especially still being able to work at least with uh my line of work like you have to work no matter yeah. what you know you know yeah. even through a pandemic um so yeah it's been a blessing um yeah um, okay i'm just grateful yeah I'm, I'm grateful i'm grateful so w- would you say that uh because you said that you feel like your mental health you know was able to improve like what exactly in particular do you feel like helped your mental health improve is it just like not, like just spending having more time to spend on your own or like what exactly was it that you think Yes, it, definitely that. I have my own space now because um, before I was living with my parents and, 
you know, I've, I've been wanting to move out for a while now. And, and I, I, I grew up with very, uh, they're very traditional. Uh, they're very uh, traditional Mexicans. So, you know, they want me to stay with them until I get married. But, you know, I don't, you know, that's not me. I don't want to, I don't want to stay for that long. You know, I need, I need my own space. I need my uh, time for myself. And, um, and so inside to move out and, here so was it before be, oh so you actually moved from your parents house to this new place yeah oh okay and so was it like what what was like the final what was like the you know like you finally decided to like move out on your own what was like was there like a like what was the motivation to finally make it happen if that makes any sense uh it was with my partner um with iris uh she wanted to move out as well so you know like you know let's do it like I, I've been wanting to move out. You've been wanting to move out. Let's, let's go. You and me. And, and then you feel like so, the pandemic kind of made it a little easier in a way to move out or to make it harder. Uh, de- de- actually, definitely. Um, because I, it, it was just great timing with everything. Cause, uh, I, I feel like, um, with, you know, well, the pandemic just started and, you know, people were losing their jobs. And so I'm sure, you know, all the, property management people were like trying to you know trying to sell their spaces you know uh-huh. so we actually yeah you, you know and so we kind of came in at the right time but we were referred and uh we, we actually got a, a kind of a deal too and so that's what i'm saying like man this is i'm just grateful for everything like it just kind of all like worked out you know and this um, is an apartment or a home it's an apartment yeah oh okay Dude, that's so sick man like to actually have your own place and to be with your your partner like damn bro that's sick like i like i've lived uh you know i grew up in my my parents home my parents got divorced so i'd be bouncing back and forth my dad's house mom's house and then mm-hmm. left to college before i got to university lived uh with my brother and some roommates you know before, because i had i had cross-country training i did cross-country in college and then i lived uh, on campus for for about a, a quarter you know a couple months and i moved out to an apartment lived in that apartment for about four years with teammates and stuff and then came to this house uh but yeah i never i never had like my own own place you know like you and your partner Mm -hmm. have your own own place and i could imagine that being dope you know like oh definitely you guys got your own personal space you guys you know i'm sure you guys probably do whatever you want with the space you decorate it whatever it is you know what i'm saying yeah i was just having a conversation with i know it's Dude, I'm just getting comfortable, like, really, really, really just being myself, like, on this podcast. Yeah. Like, no joke, dude. Like, before, I feel like I would be trying to make the podcast, like, a good podcast. Like, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Let me ask all the questions that's going to be good. But right now, I'm just like, I got to just marinate in it, if that makes any sense. Like, I just mm-hmm. got to mm-hmm. soak myself in the podcast versus just trying to be the best host, if that makes any sense. Yeah, you gotta you gotta go with the the vibe, the atmosphere. No, definitely. Um, even even when I record, you know, um, it, there's got to be a certain vibe. It's got to be good. Like, obviously, if I'm in a bad mood, I'm not gonna track as well. You know, <laughs> so it's all about that atmosphere and that energy. It's got to be positive. Okay, this uh, could be a good question to ask you because I mean, you're, you I don't think you do, you don't do a podcast, do you? No, no, I don't use. Okay, it okay. But you are a creator, right? Like we're both, I'm creating this podcast and you're creating your music. How do you like, and, and this could be good for me and hopefully somebody that's listening. 
how do you keep it authentic if that makes sense like how do you keep it from like i'm making shit to like because it'll i'll be i'll be making the kind of music that people want or like i don't know i'll sound the way that other people maybe want me to sound like how do you keep yourself because and i'm like obviously i don't know you too much but like when i hear your music i think it sounds really good and after having this conversation like i feel like you're talking about things that are really relevant to your life and all that how do you keep it how do you keep yourself like in tune with yourself like during the 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 creative process like if that makes any sense like do you like Mm -hmm. do you do something to like keep yourself in the zone like i don't know does that make any sense uh yeah like when when i'm writing songs or like uh, just the whole pro like have you ever felt like man i'm kind of being fake right now like i'm kind of like have you ever felt that and then you kind of transformed out of that or like what's like can you tell me a little bit about that if that makes any sense yeah um I guess when I'm writing music, you know, definitely, like, I'm very picky about my songwriting, especially, like, if something that sounds off to me, even, like, the smallest thing, I'm like, no, this ain't right. Like, to me, that's like, oh, this is not me. This is, like, fake. That's mm-hmm. what, and, and in terms of um, when I'm writing music, um, as for, like, maybe, like, projecting an image, um, I just try to be humble as possible, you know? Um it's a, a lot of these songs that I've written, uh, all the songs on the EP, you know, they're personal to me. Um, so those songs are like me, you know, I feel like I'm very, uh, this is a very vulnerable release that I'm about to drop. But um, like, to me, this is like, I feel like an honest uh, piece of work. And, yeah. you know, and I'm trying to keep that, um, that imagery through um, when, when the EP comes out, hopefully through, you know, uh, through social media and try and uh, promote the EP when when I do that. Um, but yeah, it's really hard, uh, especially in the age, you know, social media and, you know, it, it's so easy to be fake, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I tried, I just had to remind myself, I, I got to just be me and, and, you know, hopefully by me being me, uh, people can appreciate that and, and you know i hope i pass that uh positivity along yeah dude and i and i feel that from you like i feel like very like humble energy i feel like yeah i feel like good vibes from you you know like thank you i don't know you, know, I, 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 you I really as well feel it. oh thank you man thank you but i i get and i feel like i don't really know your history but i feel like you've probably been like a pretty humble person probably throughout most of your life I kind of get so. that. I, I get that. Vibe. <laughs> I do like me. Like I'm like coming from this background of like I spent my whole life, majority of my life, like in fear. Uh, just because of like my childhood, and I'm not blaming it. Like obviously, like once I got conscious, like you know, I I have I, I I'm resp- like now I the way I see my life now is like I'm just fully responsible for my life. You know, everything yeah. that I feel like I if I want to feel good, I need that's my responsibility to feel good. If I feel mm-hmm. a certain way, like that's my, like if I feel upset, like that's my responsibility, you know? So that's the way I see my life now. But, you know, growing up, like my life, you know, I got, I grew up with fear, like so much fear. And so that, that's like been, you know, just insecurities, like, and a lot of it, dude, it was weird. Cause I, I, I like, I didn't get diagnosed with this. Technically mm-hmm. I got diagnosed with depression at one point, like, uh, I think it was during 2021, uh, and then I started seeing a therapist, which she helped me a lot. 
But I think I had a particular type of depression, which I got a book about. It's called Perfectly Hidden Depression, where the way I see it is like I was depressed, but it's called Perfectly Hidden Depression because you always look like you're fine. Like, I feel like most of my life, I looked like I was fine. I was I was performing pretty well athletically. I'm getting the good grades. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like a nice guy, whatever. Which don't get me wrong. Like, I think I probably was like kind of nice sometimes. But point of the matter is, is that like, I didn't really feel good all the time, but I was kind of like just holding everything in. Like I wasn't mm-hmm. in tune with my emotions because most of my life, I just suppressed my emotions because that's what I felt I had to do in order to get by, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, I was just in certain situations where I would just like become just holding all my emotions that way I can like that's what I felt would get me through the, t- the hard times but in that process I was like very disconnected my, from my emotions and then nowadays like I'm like I, I'm trying my best to just fully function off of my authentic emotions right and just be vulnerable like all the time like it's not like oh like I'm trying to like every second like just be in my emotions like just mm-hmm. be right there present at the core and yeah, it's just an interesting thing. Like, I'm learning so much about myself. And then a lot of times, like, I don't even know who the fuck I am. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's like, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I feel like now I'm tapped into like a much deeper level of myself. But it's like, I'm, I'm still learning a lot about myself. You know? Yeah. Like, even, even just right now talking to you, you know? Definitely. Um, <laughs> I agree. Um, even like you just said, talking with you, like, I'm feeling like I'm getting to know a little bit more about myself again, to know about you and, mm-hmm. and it's great. And, and I feel like that's even the theme that kind of carries over the EP too. It's a, it's like my first kind of pro my first project that I've kind of like first, like quote unquote, like solo project, you know, but I got, of course I got the, fr- the help of my, my uh, previous bandmates and, and it's, they've helped, they're helping me, grow through this development of the ep and i feel like i'm having a sort of a finding myself through this like sort of a self-identity you know and uh it's been a it's been a great uh process and i'm just so excited to have it out and you know get a little vulnerable with everyone yeah that's the thing man that i love about musicians and artists because like i don't i don't make like like i have fucked around because my brother is actually a music artist like, he mm-hmm. produces beats, and he has actually music, like, on Spotify and stuff. goes by Mamar. Uh, so, I, I mean, I'm very blessed to, like, you know, have my brother as a musician. And, I, you know, ever since I'm, because I live with him, he's literally across the hall. So, I kind of mess around, like, freestyle, like, freestyle raps and, like, singing a little bit. And it's crazy, like, you know, because sometimes I'll be driving, and I'll just throw on an instrumental, and I'll just, like, freestyle on it. And it's crazy. To me, it's crazy how you can learn so much from just freestyling. You know, when mm-hmm. you really feel the music and you start getting into it and then you start hearing yourself say these things, you're like, oh, shit. Like, at least for me, has been my experience with like, man, that's a, it's like you're transforming emotion into like words. And yeah. then for me, it's like, oh, shit, like that's what I had inside of me. You know, like, uh-huh. so, is that what you got to sometimes? Where, like, you got this emotion, yeah. like, you got to put it out into, you know, into the music, and then you learn something, like, oh, shit, like, what? Like, do you have that? I feel like now with my songwriting, it's definitely leaning towards that direction. Whereas before, I would just write songs about, like, you know, uh, scenarios, really, you know, like, uh-huh. not, you know, like, fictionists. Um, 
but now I feel like it's more real. It's definitely. becoming more personal with yourself, huh? Uh, yes, yes. So before it was more so like you're using your talent, you're using your, I mean, you're using all the fact, your faculties, like your voice and, you know, you, I'm sure you had emotion, but now you're saying you're tapping in like to a much more personal level when you're making your music. Yes, yes, definitely real. And, well, it, you know, it's ironic with the uh, fake tides, you know, writing <laughs> these songs about fake scenarios, basically, you know, uh, so kind of kind of kept the theme. But uh, now, now I feel like, time to be more you know i'm I'm older now and um i mean we're learning every day really but um i feel like this this is like this the next step is just trying to be a little more real and is this is this the first music that you make completely on your own like well obviously i know you're getting help from people but like the songs like the voice is all you and stuff yeah so, so i write i write the songs at home and then and then I bring it to Edgar and he helps me write the drum part. And then um, Sal actually helped me too. He, he helped me write those bass lines. So that their instruments, that's all them and okay. their instruments. And, and then uh, the structure wise, like these songs, like that, that's all me. Yeah. Damn, dude. Is it, what's the difference in the feeling between like when you're on your own, like obviously you're getting help, but like you're writing your own lyrics and stuff. And I'm sure you're composing all of it. Like, what's the difference between that and then being a part of a band? Well, well with the band, you know, you got to um, have everyone's uh, two cents on everything. You know, you write something and then everyone's got to be okay with it, uh-huh. right? Um, you know, and uh, now I have the freedom of just like, okay, like, I can write this and I think it sounds like that's it. And, uh-huh. you know, I can just, and I just go ahead with that, you know, whereas before I, I would write something and, I I thought like oh that's the one and then you know a, a bandmate would say oh, like nah like I'm not vibing with that or you know which is cool like definitely pros and cons with uh, writing with a band and writing alone mm. um, you know definitely writing alone is a lot I feel like it's a lot harder because it's uh, just you you know yeah, yeah, you don't have yeah. any collaborators to help you out but but I think that's why I feel like these songs are more personal because they're they were written, um, you know, just by me. So I felt like I should have, I took that opportunity to write some personal songs. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So it seems like whether you do it by yourself or you do it with other people, you're going to, I feel like you're going to, you're going to grow from the situation either way. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, and I, I still collaborate obviously with Edgar on, uh, egg records with uh, egg factory, you know, I help mm-hmm. him write a lot of the songs. Um, yeah, it's just it's just great to have that balance. Like, not only am I writing my own music, but I'm also helping someone else write their music too, and it's great. I I love I love I love it all. I love music. What it, um, <laughs> just like moving forward? If you had to like take a guess, like, do you see yourself like long term in your career? Like, do you see yourself making more music like where it's it's just you, or do you see yourself making more music with other people? Honestly, you can go either way. Um, you know, I feel like I, I won't ever stop writing music. Um, and whether it be by myself or with someone else, you know, I feel like I'm always going to have a look for an outlet. You know, I'm going to look mm-hmm. for that outlet. Um, yeah, it, 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 you know, music just gets gets through with me. That's a, that's how I get by, you know. That's how I'm able to project uh, uh, my creative process or my creativity. You know, 
do you feel like when you don't when you maybe don't like produce for a while like do you see like your health is affected by it actually yeah you know what um yes like even right now like i know i have the ep coming out and um you know i'm waiting i'm kind of waiting on that I'm, you know I'm, I'm i'm doing things to uh get the ep ready or at least I'm, I'm getting help from from edgar and um iris she's actually gonna do the cover for the ep um and then you know i'm kind of just like in this like waiting period like kind of just like patiently waiting for the ep to come out and uh i'm kind of taking like a little break right now from writing but um honestly like uh yeah, I, 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 I shouldn't be taking this break. I should just be writing more because, mm. uh, like, I feel like the grind shouldn't stop. Like, why stop mm. now? Like, you know, um, I mean, I, I, too, it's just because I've been busy, sure. But, um, you know, I have seen, uh, like, even just this little, like, break period right now, I'm just, like, I'm kind of feeling, like, a little, a little down. And I think it's because I'm not writing enough music. Mm. Yeah. That's so interesting, man. Like, cause I, I feel that too with myself, you know, cause I didn't, you know, I kind of didn't do the podcast for a little while. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, no joke. I did a few podcasts where like I recorded and everything. I never, I just never released it, but it was just yeah. like, I just needed to get these. Yeah. I just needed to like extract these things out of myself. And mm -hmm. then also, I think another way I can relate to you is like with, with me and running. Cause I run and stuff. Like, I feel like for sure, like if I don't run, like, like eventually it starts like catching up to me it's like a it's yeah. like a thing um and it's crazy like you definitely have to exert yourself in certain ways to actually just maintain your health and i guess everybody just has a different way of of expressing that i guess mm -hmm. you know yeah um i would say let's start wrapping it up okay and i i already told you how i usually end these podcasts and maybe you, you've had a little bit of time to kind of process because i know i told you the question remember the question i told you before we started recording right yeah so let, let's move on to that um okay all right so luis uh this is a question and you already know this but i'm just gonna say it for the audience and for everybody listening this is a question that we we, we have traditionally asked on the podcast and this is a, a question that we usually ended on am i always gonna do this i'm not too sure but I don't know. I kind of like it because it gives like a little reference, like, oh, every guest answered the same question. So that's, you know, like, what did, what does everybody say? So, uh, Luis, if you had the entire human race in front of you right now, uh, what would you be your message to the human race? You know, assuming everybody could understand. I know everyone speaks different languages and stuff, but like, mm -hmm. you know, you had the whole human race in front of you right now. Uh, what would be your message? As, this might have already been said um it might be generic um but i feel like i can get a message across to everyone um it's just to spread love and peace and love really um because why spread hate is just that just correlates with negativity love is only positive you know nothing but positive things and i and with peace and love we can stop all these meaningless wars all these you know, all, all the bogus stuff that happens in our world, it, you know, it's a crazy world we live in. And I feel like with everyone just, just spreading love, I feel like we can, that will eventually uh, bring peace into the world. And what, just to elaborate a little bit, like just to ask a little bit more on that, like what exactly for you is love? 
Uh, it could be shown in any form, really. Like, it could be a platonic love. It could be a, you know, uh, you know, with a partner. Um, just, you know, I, I'm, I, and I feel like it should be more normalized to tell your friends, like your close homies, like, hey, you know what? I love you, dude. Or, I, 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 I you know, just you gotta say it sometimes. And, and it, it's crazy how. You know, just those three simple words can like really change someone's mood, and and you, you feel that too. You know, you feel that connection with someone, and um, to say that is really powerful. I feel like those three words are really powerful to say. That's so true, like, man. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the the crazy thing about it is like yeah. I feel like it takes practice. You know, yes, like it takes practice. Like even me right now, like I know I'm like recording and like we're gonna publish this, and I'm here with you, and I'm just like. Christian like you can just fully be here like you know like don't worry about nothing like you know and I, I you know so I'm just like trying to practice what you're saying just just love you know but I yeah. feel like you know it's a challenging thing because like when you got things inside of you you know emotions and traumas and things you know all those things make us not be able to show the love that we want to show and if we yeah. do sh- when we do try to show the love it's like it could be in a really nasty way yeah, you know, yeah. So, as someone said, uh, I follow someone called Jay Shetty, and he said, you know, oftentimes the people who need love the most ask for it, like in the most, you know, nastiest way, you know, or in the most like, you know, like uh, aggressive way, you know, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, so it's just like everyone, like everyone just like needs love, you know, and I think obviously it's important to like manage yourself and stuff, but you know, like everyone started with like a different set of cards, you know, at the start of life and everyone's had a different experience and everyone's at a different point in their life. And just like you're saying, like a simple, like, I love you. Or like you said, there's not really any one way to love, like even just like looking at someone and just nodding your head at them while you're walking by, you know, like the most simplest thing. Yeah. That's so true. Just even acknowledging like a stranger, just acknowledging people. you, you, you don't know how, what they're going through. Um, just a stranger even just acknowledging them and saying hey, hey good morning you know that could really make their day and yeah you don't even know yeah. and it's crazy though because like at least like for me like growing up here like in, in california like you know it's like i mean there's like so many like different cat like you know different neighborhoods have different vibes and there's a lot of like all of that but you know i feel like in general like in america like we're so like consumed by material world and like Mm -hmm. i don't know it's about the success and moving to the next step so and then and then parents have expectations on their kids so then it creates this whole atmosphere of like fear because it's like what if i don't live up to the expectation that so-and-so has and you care about that person's opinion because it's your parent or and it's just absolutely it's crazy because then like yeah like you want to love but then it turns into like attachment or it turns into like you know, then it becomes like a, a, a relationship where you just need validation or like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like you want to love, but, but the thing is like, it's like, how do you love, you know, like, it's kind of almost like a scientific thing of like how, and I don't mean scientific, like chemicals and shit, but like, you know, cause I'm, I'm listening to this podcast called on purpose by Jay Shetty. And he mm-hmm. has a lot of podcasts talking about like relationships and how to communicate and how to do this and that. And like, dude, like communication is like, there's an art form to it. 
I guess oh, communication easy. is key. It, it is not easy, but it's if you not get communication easy. down, that is key. And you're in a relationship, so like I'm sure you know, yeah. and you've had your struggles and stuff, but like yeah. communication yeah. is key, but it's like when you grew up with parents or being surrounded by people that had terrible communication, they're like, you don't mm-hmm. even know what good communication looks like, you know? Yeah. So then you just grow up pretty much imitating your environment of like what, how to communicate, you know? And yeah. it's just like, I'm learning a lot from that podcast on purpose. Like, yeah, like, it, you know, like there's a certain way to like communicate, you know, like don't mm-hmm. gas, don't gaslight somebody, you know, someone tells you they don't feel good. Like, oh, you're just being extra. You're just being sensitive. Like, no, like what's going on? You know, like, oh, why do you feel like that? Like, you know, but like a lot of us, we've been, including myself, like we've been conditioned to like, I don't like the the, the emotion is like a scary thing or like, I don't know. It's just like, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. I definitely know what you're saying. And it's loud and clear, man. Um, Wow. Communication is everything. And that's like the step into figuring out, um, you know, what's, what's going on with this person, you know, you're just checking in and, and from there you hope to learn about them. And from there you can hopefully help them grow. And from there they can understand uh, their meaning of love, you know, um, hopefully, uh, um, a, uh, uh, I want to say like a productive version of love, you know, like something that's not false, you mm-hmm. know, something that's, um, there, and it's real and that someone else can reciprocate that as well what would you say through your experience with your relationship like for you what has been one of the things that you feel has helped you in in the communication process which ultimately like 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 what's something that you've learned in your process of like with your partner let's say like what's something that you've learned about like loving somebody and like communicating that love in such a way where like, you get what I'm saying? Like what, just what, what's something that you've learned from your relationship? Like what's something that's important when it comes to converse, like to having like clear communication, what's something that's important and like genuinely trying to love somebody if that makes any sense. Yes. Um, I think it's just ha- having a good understanding of that person and just knowing where they're from um like kind of you were saying earlier just you know we all um come from different backgrounds and and just learning about each other's experience i feel like it's very vital into learning on how they feel because we all feel differently you know we're all humans um we we don't feel the same way as everyone else you know especially at different points of our time different points in time um you know one person can be in a good mood the other one's in a bad mood you know like um and just understanding um where they're coming from um and um yeah where the, come understand where they're coming from and and just like getting to know that person um it feels like it's very vital just to uh, uh, communicate with each other and in turn you can understand each each other's uh, versions of love and hopefully um it's being reciprocated the same way Dude, that's so crazy like because you say like you get to know the person's background and I think that's true and I think the hard part about some of that is that you know a lot of times we haven't even opened like and I'm saying speaking from my own experience like 
sometimes I know for me, like I can't even love the way I want to love because I haven't even gone, I haven't even gone like deep enough to process all the things like within myself, if that makes any sense. So like, mm-hmm. like, you know, I feel like it's hard to possibly open up to somebody about something if you haven't even really like embraced it within yourself, if that makes sense. But at the mm-hmm. same time, though, I, I also feel that sometimes the people that I felt the most comfortable with, like I've actually, I don't know, man, it's just weird. But yeah, not to go away too much from what I'm saying, I do feel like it's important to kind of reflect on it yourself. Because otherwise, you yes. might not even be conscious of these things. So how is it that you could even relate it to somebody else? That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You get definitely got to be aware of what's going on and fully understand, grasp the whole situation and like it's are these emotions really coming from from you know from a welcoming place or is it genuine or you know mm-hmm. you just have to and you really got to find it in yourself to truly believe in your feelings too you know That's you true, get yeah yeah you almost you, don't want to validate your own experience right yeah like i yeah, feel like for exactly. me i'm definitely like i felt a certain way like oh you're a bad guy don't think like that but it's like you have to just let yourself feel everything, even if it's like, quote unquote, like bad feelings and stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Take You can take those bad feelings, but you can form it into something more positive, progressive, you know? Yeah. And apply and apply that. And because, you know, uh, just being human, it just it comes from experiences. And I feel like with those experiences helps you grow and helps you, you know, helps you love. Yeah. That's crazy, man. All right, dude. Well, we're going to wrap it up there, but I just want to say, Luis, thank you so much. I don't, I'm not even sure how long we've been talking, but no, time flies. Yeah, dude, yeah, definitely. Uh, thank you, man, so much. And just yes, honestly, this has you. been like a therapeutic thing, therapeutic thing for me. I seriously, I feel very comfortable with you. That's, that's the kind of like, likewise, I feel comfortable with you, dude. No joke. Like I, I felt comfortable and just very easy to like kind of open up. And uh, so thank you again for being on the podcast. I really, really hope that this could have helped you and Edgar and promoting your music and hopefully just giving your audience, like, I don't know, maybe a little bit of perspective that they didn't even know about you and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. So, nah, man, for real, thank you so much. Like I said, I support you with whatever you got going on. You could just DM me. Uh, yeah. And hopefully I'll meet you, in, meet you in person, honestly. Yeah, I would love to meet you in person. Christian, you seem like a great guy. I would love to hang out with you. <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Uh, let's cut the recording and then I'll and then I'll officially say bye if that makes sense. Yeah, sounds good to me. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And as a bonus for listening all the way through, we're gonna give you another sneak peek at another song, at another track from Lee Wire's unreleased EP. I'm not even gonna tell you the name. I'm gonna keep it secret. So you gotta. You got to stay up to date with Lee Wires and make sure to go in the description and you can find all of Lee Wires information is Instagram, the, 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 the video to the music video to, to his newest song. Uh, you'll find everything. So check it out. And here we go.